Thank you, Tyler, for joining me on Talking With Experts podcast this week. I know we were supposed to do... Yeah, it's mad. It's really mad. So, um, yeah, I've I've just got the notification that we are live, so amazing. Um, You know, I'm really excited to have you on today, and I know we haven't had much time to prepare for this, but um, I know I wanted to have you as one of my founding experts on the Season 1 podcast, and thank you for accepting my invitation to, to join the podcast because you, you've got a lot of expertise and I've followed you for a long time, or well not ages, but for a few years and uh, you've been one of my, one of the people in my bubble or in my inner circle that has boosted my confidence and um, you know, you always said that you are the five people that you surround yourself with and although we've been a little bit distant you know, over, over the last few months, thanks for being a part of my circle and my world and my influence because you, you've really shaped part of my future. So thank you for joining me today, Tyler. No, I really appreciate that, mate. I think we've all been pretty distant over this past 18 months. I think we've all been pretty distant. So yeah, we're good to see you again a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, looking forward to seeing you again in person pretty soon. Awesome. Awesome. I know we didn't get much of a chance to... Um, catch up but it was a phenomenal event and uh, first before we go into talking more specific about events tell me more about what your expertise is and why you started tj's events no i appreciate it so yeah i mean 19 years old uh went to a business event and at that business event i were on crutches i've just been in a motorbike accident come off my motorbike 19 dumb stupid kid that was just going out every week and doing stupid things and i went to this business event and a gentleman said to me the first words he said to me i was there um in like a jumper and, and jogging bottoms and just not really wanted to be at that business event i got dragged there that day and he said to me the first thing he said tyler you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with and that all like bang hit me like a ton of bricks because at 19 year old i was surrounding myself with you know, nice people, you know, all right people, but not people that were going to excel and move forward and live the kind of life that I wanted to live. So when he said that to me, it hit me like a ton of bricks because I was just going out doing stupid things. And at 19 years old, he made me realize that in order for me to be successful, I've got to get around success. And he also said to me, if you're the best person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm, I think that's that's the one that I remember you saying that really hit me. Yeah, it, yeah, it hit me just at 19 years old, and I was like, wow, I need to get around good people. And, you know, that way everything was just fairy dust. No, it wasn't, you know, it, what a journey. Um, but, you know, after a couple of years of, you know, personally developing, going to these type of events, motivational events, business events, getting myself around good people, you know, I just fell in love with being around good energy. Yeah. You know, and that was eight years ago when I first started going to business events and motivation events. And, you know, over this past eight years, as well as speaking at events, I've also been involved in managing the events, I'm facilitating, hosting the events, promoting the events, everything to do with events from speaking, hosting, promoting, organizing, facilitating, managing on the day, everything, right? Yes. I've done it all. And I've just developed such a passion for events. And, what happened during COVID 
I realized how much I loved events even more. I knew I loved events, mm -hmm. but they say, they say, you know, when things get taken away from you, you realize, mm. you then start to realize when things get taken away from you. Then it made me realize even more that events is something I need in my life. Uh, not from a financial perspective or anything like that, more from an emotional well-being perspective. You know, I'm at my absolute happiest when I'm in a room and just seeing people having such a good time, meeting new friends, networking, coming out of that room, feeling positive, feeling inspired and feeling like they've got a bright future. And a lot of people across the world need that right now. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why after, you know, all that time with events, then like being off events for quite a while other than doing a few virtual ones um literally in july i said to myself you know what screw it i'm going to set up my own business as an events management company and you know you know literally eight weeks in right now eight weeks into the business and yeah it's just uh it's just all go 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 getting it off the ground so my expertise is bringing energy and positive events into people's lives <laughs> amazing it was a great breakdown um you know I, for for me, I, I go to events and I'm somebody that sits quiet and listens to what the person on the stage has has to say. What's it like then to go from sitting in the crowd to then being the speaker and the main speaker on stage? Because I can't imagine myself doing that just yet. But I think this is the start of you know public speaking and then eventually doing something on stage because it's all it's all promotion but what what you know did you have any limiting beliefs or that stop you from you know or going on to stage is there anything um, i mean i think i do think i have i've got a personality what that craves that and likes that you know mm -hmm. i do me being completely open and honest you know it, you know people have got different personalities and my personality is I like that I like the significance you know I've been to a lot of Tony Robbins events and a lot of Tony Robbins and stuff and he, he identifies you know the characteristics you are what drives you the type of person that you are what means a lot to you them you know I I crave significance you know I like to feel important I like to feel like I've done something and it took me a long time to realize that because I felt like I was cocky or big-headed saying that or I was self-centered mm -hmm. and I'm not it's just that I do like the significance. So me being at the front of the room, you know, speaking, knowing that I'm giving value, not because woohoo, look at me, <laughs> it's more because I know that people are looking, thinking, wow, this guy's giving me so much value. So I do like that. And also being a part of the event, organizing the event, you know, I like that as well because I know I've had an, an influence on making someone have a good day or helping someone believe bigger. So in terms of speaking at the events, you know, it's, it's something that I like. I mean, am I nervous sometimes? Absolutely. You know, at the event that you came to uh, three weeks ago, three weeks ago tomorrow, I can't believe where it's gone, post-lockdown booster. Um, you see, mentally, I didn't feel nervous at all, but my heart was absolutely pounding. <laughs> so my body was nervous. Like my mind felt fine, but my body was having a reaction. Uh, yeah. And it was me out were pounding because I've not done that since February 2020. I've not spoken in front of a room because of COVID. Um, and there's been some times, there's been some times when I, I have been nervous and stuff. I mean, it's funny, the bigger the audience, the less nervous I am. 
It's really, really weird. It's really, really weird. Like when I was on stage in Marbella, there were 3,000 people there. I was like the master of ceremony um, or co-hosting this event. You've got all the, the stages, you've got your microphone around your head, the lights, all that type of stuff. And you're backstage, you listen to music, you pop an energy shot, you're getting yourself pumped up. And the adrenaline and the lights and everything kind of takes over mm. in your zone. And the good thing is about when it's a really big event, you can't you can't really see the audience in a way. Um, so you don't get put off by people's facial expressions, right? But when sometimes you, you sometimes people you can play off people's uh, facial expressions and you can. But right when it's a littler audience and the energy is not as much, mm. and you tell a joke and one person yeah. you know at least when it's a, an event with three thousand people if one percent of the audience laugh 30 people's laughing you can still learn them laughing right yeah. what if it's like you know you know you've got 50 people in a room and one percent laughs you've got hardly anybody laughing <laughs> you know? so it's like you know sometimes on smaller stages and you can and you've got someone sat right there in front of you uh, it's a little bit more nerve-wracking because it's a little bit more personal it's a little bit more intimate the bigger the stage is, it is a little bit different, but uh, it's just about experience. It's just, it's just about getting up there and doing it. You know, I I do believe that public speaking is a is a must is a must try for people at least. I think people mm -hmm. should definitely give it a go uh, because you know you come off stage and you always know you've you've missed something, you've done something mm -hmm. wrong, or I forgot to say that at that last event three weeks ago, Chris. Honestly, the the amount of things that I forgot to say. Really? No one would have realized. I come off stage the after after introducing the first speaker, I beat myself up. I had to have a word of myself outside room because I'd done something wrong. No one had realized. So it's you you always you do always it's hard to give yourself a compliment you deserve when you're a speaker because you always like pick at yourself and stuff. But yeah. yeah, it's a good experience. So uh, that was a really important thing because I don't think we give ourselves enough credit or enough grace for, you know, stepping out and doing something brand new. Just like from from my perspective on starting a podcast and interviewing people like yourself and that are way smarter than me, way more intelligent from a business side. And to, to put myself out there and not know that much, but being curious and wanting to know and wanting to help other people that makes me really nervous and you know i got at right at the start i did maybe seven or eight interviews and then i had massive imposter syndrome and took a month off and then i thought no th this isn't for me but then i said no this is for me i've got to keep going i'm getting some you know good feedback from those experts to say you're doing you're doing it the right way you're doing it so that little bit of encouragement even with those nerves just to push yeah. through and go so i guess you had that same experience when you you've been running events online and offline yeah absolutely mate. And what you just said then is especially for us as young people as well i mean how old are you chris uh just turned 26 but just turned 26. 21 <laughs> yeah yeah i turned 28 in uh in two months i still feel like i'm 21 to be fair i don't feel like i'm closing on 30 to be fair that feels weird even saying that um, but we're still young. We're still young, and you know, I and you know, while we're young, it's it's about trying different things. It's about learning as much as we can, you know. And, and the position that you're in now, you're sat there and you're interviewing people. People are way more credible than me as well, right? The amount that you learn from that, mm. 
you know, and the amount that I learn from you by watching your podcast and how much I learn, I see your growth and so on. Again, it's about surrounding yourself with that caliber of people that's wanting to uplift and inspire each other. So, yes. you know, the position you're in, mate, it's awesome because, you know, all this experience and knowledge and you're getting and all the people you're speaking to, your, your network's growing, your knowledge is growing, what you can, how you can harness that then and channel it into mm. something even bigger than what you're doing now, expand on talking with experts even more. You know, you're in a phenomenal position, 100%. You know, there's a lot of yeah. people in the 20s that, that that would love to do that, but, you know, you've gone out and done it. Mm, exactly. Uh, I went to a, I was, I'm a bit tired today. I went to an event last night that started at 9 to 1 uh, in, the, in the evening, it, and it was to celebrate somebody, and then I just want to say this, um, Sean, he's gone into a, a year-long vow of silence from last night. And he was doing event talking about uh, empowering and listening to yourself. And he is he's a coach, but he talks about intention. And he ran his first ever live event. And maybe it I I found that it was the perfect, perfect event. But he was probably from your perspective, oh, I probably wish I'd said this, but you know, I'm not gonna speak for a year. I, I forgot to say this. <laughs> but the, the event was incredible. Uh, I don't know what point I was trying to hit with this, but um, why should any business owner or aspiring entrepreneur, um, you know, start events online and offline? So if if they don't want to do a, an offline event, why should they start running virtual events? You know, events as energy, events as community events as culture events bring people together you know and that's what when i actually put my announcement post up even though my events i've got a bit of a niche the, the goal for me over time is to have a, is to expand tj's events where i have you know different avenues and can literally run any type of event mm -hmm. i'm a little bit niche at the minute doing what i'm used to to get it off the ground but again get that belief and get that confidence up even more but when I put up my, my post announcing that I've set up my own events business, I literally put no matter the type of event, events come in many different formats, you know, business seminars, conferences, wedding receptions, parties, mm -hmm. retreats, end parties, stag dues, you know, you know, going to a football stadium's an event, basically watching a watching, you know, watching a, a football team's an event. But every type of event has a different goal, but it all as the same objective and as it, that it gets people together whether it's an mm. event for five people or an event for fifty thousand, it gets people together and being around other people can do wonders for you you can learn you can feed off people's energy you can grow in network make connections have fun learn so if you've got a business you know i highly recommend doing some form of events where you're getting people together Mm -hmm. developing a community within your customers or if you say you've got a, a, a you know you've got staff that work for your business it's getting them together as well you know and it's not just doing just a typical christmas party you know that's great to do right but how can you also do team building exercises and get you, you take yourself go-karting for the day you know do mm -hmm. some do some some fun stuff with these people as well how can you just surprise them you know like, and do some fun stuff you can't just just always be you know that the business seminar stuff as well yep. and, and and the no not say the boring stuff but that's why i always at my events i always aim to have a social after that's the goal mm -hmm. over time again having a social after because where where people actually chat one-on-one -on -one and 
you know, that intimacy, that's where people learn a lot as well. But, you know, I'm going to start running business exhibitions. That's been a goal of mine for a while. I'm going to put a business exhibition on. I'm in talks to put one on in Yorkshire before I end it here. Um, you know, again, business business owners coming into a room, showcasing a business business exhibition. You know, yeah. whenever whenever I go to a business exhibition, I connect more with fellow business owners than I do even the people walking in. Because we've all easily got one common objective. We're both self-employed business owners running a company there. There's common ground, you know, yeah. and I always look, how can we help each other? You know, how can we help each other at this event? So if I see a DJ or I see a, a photographer or I see, you know, someone that's involved in events in some way, you know, and they're at that business exhibition, I know, right, We I can network with this person because there's a way that we can benefit each other over time. As I'm running some big events and I land Barclays Bank as a client, that's my goal, landing HSBC and Barclays Bank running their annual conventions for them, that's my goal. I'm thinking big right now, right? And I've got a guy there that's credible in something to do with events as a supplier, and, I, and I'll meet him and I'll network. That relationship might blossom, and it might be two, three, four, five years before we even do business together. Mm. That business could be a 50 grand contract. It, it, you know, it, it grows, right? So if you've got a business, I highly recommend getting yourself to networking events, getting yourself to business events. I'm going to be doing an event soon as well called Business Booster. Uh, so it's going to be a business seminar. We've got some really high-level coaches coming in to coach businesses on how to excel and grow the business, boost the business after a crazy time mm -hmm. due to COVID. Um, you know, that's going to be a big focus as well. So get to events, get around success, get around energy, get around people that are on the journey with you as well. Uh, feed off each other's energy. So, yeah, if you've got a business, guys, you and your own business, definitely, you know, you, you might be a personal trainer. Running it, run an event, showcase, showcase some stuff, mm -hmm. do a free workout, do something for free first just to get more people seeing your brand. Yeah, definitely, definitely get involved in events in some way, 100%. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's important in, like you said, uh, in like ha being in a mastermind group and thinking up new ideas and being around great inspiration that would really help fuel new ideas and uh, evolving and shifting your perspective on things or getting rid of a, a limiting belief and having that support around you that's that's crucial and doing that in a, an event or going to a networking event and doing that I, I i at first i would i would say that i'm introverted but you know you can be introverted and extroverted at the same time so uh, i think um when, when i'm at events i'm a little bit introverted but with the socials i should probably go to a social next time and yeah and really yeah. bring out my um extroversion but no um, normally after events i'm introverted as well so yeah, after I mean, the events, i'm extroverted right but after the events because you, you know you you bring in the energy after the events finished you know honestly whenever <laughs> i don't think, yeah i don't drink a lot i'm not a big drinker at all right but i'll have odd drink here and there right you've got to have fun as well and I remember, right, well, every single time I've done an event and I have a pint after that event, you know, when you have a drink and you're like, oh, that is like, that is so well deserved, mm. right? That, that big feeling of satisfaction. After I've been to an event or been, especially when I've been involved in running an event, right? 
it's the most well-deserved satisfying event <laughs> i've ever had and i just love to sit there and chill and you know reflect a little bit maybe put some spot on or something yeah you know yeah it's uh <laughs> i feel so satisfied after events yeah you mentioned that um and i can't believe you mentioned hsbc and and, and barclays i thought you might say like uh, supporting um a Conor McGregor fight. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. There's, a, there's actually a boxing show taking place in Leeds in November, and I've actually just reached out to them because they're looking for someone to help organise a little bit, and I've just reached out to them and offered. So, it's, again, it's about getting yourself out there as well. Um, you know, not not everyone knows who I am, so I've got to get out there. I can't just rely on posts. Even though I am doing a lot online, I can't just rely on ads. I'm, I'm, I'm you know going to networking events myself, going to business, business exhibitions myself. I mean, I've got, uh, I went to a business exhibition last week, going to a business exhibition next week, uh, going to a business exhibition, actually having a stand at a business exhibition in start of November, going to two months. So I think I've got a next, next three weeks, I've got about mm -hmm. six or seven events that I'm actually going to, to meet other people, as well as doing yeah. my own events. Because it's about that, getting out there and, and meeting people, giving your business cards out. Went to a business business exhibition last week, and instead of instead of me having you know conversations with every single person that passed, I had mm -hmm. about ten quality quality conversations, and there might have been about say two three hundred people come by, and I had ten quality conversations instead of just the typical "Hey, how are you doing? Great to meet yeah. you. What do you do?" Yeah. You know, small talk. I zoned in and have 10 really good quality conversations and that that's already led to business, right? Yeah. You know, so over time it will grow. But again, if you've got a business, definitely get to get get yourself out there, meet people, do things, you know, go to business exhibitions, just find ways to meet new people in person as well. Because online's great, but we I'm sick of Zoom right now. <laughs> I mean, everyone's sick of Zoom right now, but stuff like this is good because, you know, it's good because we're learning and stuff like that. But, you know, and stuff like this is good because we can reach people. And mm. I might do a few virtual events myself just to, you know, to give people a taste of what the, the in-person events will be like. I might do a few virtual, but can't beat getting out there and meeting people face-to-face. Yeah. -face. You just cannot beat it. Just so much for your mindset, so much for your mental health, so much for your emotional well-being. Guys, yeah, get yourself out there. You can't just be sat behind a laptop. As you can tell, guys, for those of you that are watching this for the first time, I have no idea who I am. You can tell I'm an extrovert, right? However, during COVID, and I'm a very strong, I'm a very strong-minded person. I went on the verge of a total depression. I went on the verge of it, right? And I've never been that bad, right? Because there's been direct studies linked between mm -hmm. sat on a laptop all day and anxiety. Right, you've got to get yourself out there as well. Mm. I mean, yeah, today I've been doing a few, a few admin stuff at business, so it has been a day at home, you know, on the laptop type of stuff that you need to do that sometimes. But get yourself out there, find a reason to get yourself out there and meet people. Uh, amazing, and you know, when you 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 mentioned just get just get yourself out there, uh, it's it's outreach instead of writing posts or. Uh, expecting some people to come to you to be at your event or whatever but instead of it you paying for ads and doing it that way you're investing in others by going to different events instead of just running events yourself so for, from my perspective I've been a host for a while now it's my um, opportunity to 
be a guest on other podcasts, which is scaring me, but I'm going to do it because it's part of promoting the podcast and leveraging somebody else's audience. So, do it, do it. Yeah, and you know so, what you ought to do, Chris? You ought to have an event at some point soon, and I love you put it on, talking with that, talking yeah. with that first event, talking with that first yeah. person event. Seriously, you know, get some get some speakers in, do it. No, I, yeah, I, I got, like doing it. Yeah, I've got some, I've got, i say the majority of the people that are on the podcast are from America, uh, and I've got a few British speakers. So if I can get some more British speakers, then I will definitely put on an event in person. Yes, do yeah. it because that's what people need. That's what people need right now. They need that in-person energy, and they need that yeah. in-person energy. Hundred percent. Because you know, companies remember, companies are are putting a lot of employees online right now, working from home. A lot of these big, you know, multi organizations, you know, these multi-million billion-pound companies, you know, the a lot of the staff right now are working online. A lot of them are. That they lo- what they're losing. They're losing team culture. They're losing team spirit. They're losing, you know, having fun, confidence, being around people, you know. Mm-hmm. So we need to find ways to still get these guys face to face because, yeah, companies might be saving money and making more money by people being online, but there's no point in making more money for a short period of time. And then after your employees come down with a deep depression, and then that tanks your company's business even more because you come, you know, your employees' emotional well-being is tanked. So you, your business is tanked anyway. So a lot of businesses have gone like that. You know, the businesses that have adapted and, and can have an online thing, but then yeah. a lot of them are going to go out because people's emotional well-being sat online. It's not going to sustain. So we're still need to find a way to get these guys in person, around positive people, around good energy, and, you know, people will continue to thrive. Amazing. So uh, what kind of advice then could you give to somebody and uh, maybe like two or three steps that would help them, you know, think about doing event or planning event or going to events? What what advice could you give a, a business owner right now? Um, First and foremost, you contact Tyler at TJ's events and he'll <laughs> make an event for you. I'm, I'm only kidding. Uh, but that's, what, that's one option for you guys. Uh, but here's a few free tips for me right now. Um, Obviously, you know, you've got to understand the, the purpose of your event first. You've got to understand, right, what is my guest going to get out of it? So, yeah, you, you can find suppliers to open your event. You can find an organizer like me that's going to, you know, go check the venues, go do all that type of stuff, do all the admin stuff that you guys don't want to do, right? All the behind the scenes of dealing with suppliers, being there on the day, making sure things run right looking at different venues for you that's everything that i'll do but the first thing before you even contact an organizer or contact supplies or do any of that is what's the purpose of the event Mm. don't just do it for a profit right because if you do it for a profit in mind you'll not do end up doing another you first things first what's the purpose of the event what's the goal what are people going to get out of it right yeah so when I first did post-lockdown booster one, two, three weeks ago, post-lockdown booster two, two weeks tomorrow in Leeds, right? I literally thought to myself, right, why, what do people need right now? People need uplifting energy. They need to be around positivity. They need to be around good people. They need to learn that, you know, it's not what happens to them in life that defines them. It's how they react to it. How can we get people in a room like that 
where they've got this good energy and people can rise forward together. You know, we've got a yeah. guy speaking at the next event who actually lost his arm when they were younger, right? And in a motorbike accident, it's called Stephen, Stephen Robinson, right? He spoke on the Davina McCall, the one show, BBC, ITV, international speaker. He's become a multimillionaire. Uh, he's a one-armed pilot. He's been a one-armed breakdancer. One arm. Because he didn't let what happened to him in life define him. He reacted to it in such a mentally strong way. And mm. now he, he inspires people for a living to take ownership and move forward and not let what happens to him define them. Right? So I know that getting people like this in a room right now is going to absolutely inspire people because people feel deflated of what's happened with COVID. They feel like the world's ended. Right. If this guy can lose his arm and still do what he's done, then I can do it as well. Yes. And that's what people need. And then obviously people don't just need the inspiration, but it's like, right, what did they do? How did they do it? What's the strategy behind it? How can I move forward? So then we've got coaches in these events as well that physically coach people there. And then this is the strategy. This is what you take. This is how you do it. Right. So people come out of that event feeling uplifted, inspired, and that they've gained knowledge. And because people got so much from that, I've got a lot of the guys from the first event already coming to the second event because, and they've told people because they've got so much from it. So my goal at that event was what value am I going to give? Mm -hmm. So at that first event, this is me being completely honest, I didn't profit. Right? I didn't want to profit. I actually took a 30 pound loss that way. 30 pound loss on that first event. I'm not ashamed of saying that, right? Because because I literally put more money into it. Mm -hmm. Right? Make sure food were there, make sure everything were there for people. Because I know that these first few events, I make them so valuable, so honest, so integral. The the profit will come over time. You've got to be willing to dig into your pocket a little bit as an organizer. You've got to be willing to give away things for free. I did a lot of free giveaways just to get it off the ground. And you do it with the right mission, the right integrity. The profit will come over time. So you've got to think of the mission, number one. Number two, if you've not got a lot of time and you don't know where to start, you know, that's why you use an event organizer to go that checks the venue out for you and gets a lot of the things sorted for you so you can focus on the promotion. Mm -hmm. and setting yourself getting yourself ready and you know number three you just got to have fun with it you've just got to have fun with it especially in the first few events because if people know it's your first event you know if you if you do it yourself and a couple of things go wrong people know you're human it's your first event they'll understand mm -hmm. obviously if you want things to be pristine perfect that's when they're when you you reach out to Tyler at TJ's events. <laughs> <laughs> no, you explained it really, really well um, because, you know, you've, I think from, from my side, I didn't really know many business-minded people before. So now that I have uh, a stronger network, now I find it would probably be easier to run an event because I know that I've got a handful of experts or speakers to invite to speak. But if you're coming from a place where you haven't got a network and you don't know who you'd like to speak at the event, that's probably going to be a lot more difficult. So building a strong network, developing yourself, going to events, networking, and finding, finding those relationships where you could ask those people to speak on your behalf at the event because yeah, you've got to get yourself out there. Yeah. 
So that uh, what what so as we're ending now, and thanks for joining me today, it's been great. Uh, what one lesson? What what's the lesson that you want people to leave with today? Say that again, mate. You just froze for just a couple of seconds. Yeah. Um, what what's the lesson that you want people to leave with today? The lesson that I want people to to leave with is just you've got to get around good energy and find a way to get around good energy right now. More than anything, for your emotional well-being, that's what you've got to do. You know, you've got to find a way. You know, it's been a it's been a crazy eighteen months. And you know, I don't think more right now. I say, I say it's been a crazy eighteen months. I feel like I've been saying it's been a crazy eighteen months for eighteen months for, for more than eighteen months, right? But you know, we are coming towards the back end of this crazy pandemic right now. We are, you know, we, well, it looks like it anyway. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so if what else happens, I mean, God, but you know, it looks like we are, you know, and you know, we're thankful that, that it is coming to an end. Um, but. You know, it has been tough and you know, you're not weak minded mm -hmm. saying it's been tough. You're not you're not you know, it has it's not been easy for people. You know, people have lost jobs, people have lost, you know, businesses, you know, you know, a lot of people bought dogs last year, didn't they? And then couldn't end yeah. up sustaining them and things like that. And dog trust, I mean, I donated dogs trust because you know they're struggling, you know. People and my mum just got a dog. Uh, I think about two, three weeks ago, she's rescued one who was born just after the pandemic and got let loose or something. She's rescued it. Um, she told me before started, but I need to I need to brush up on that story again. Um, but <laughs> it has been tough, and there's no shame in admitting that. But we are coming to the back end of it. Remember, it's not what happens here in life that defines you. It's how you react to it. And you could have lost everything. You could feel down in the dumps. But you're still here. We're still coming out at back end of it. And especially if you're a business owner, when you look back, I'm getting deep here, but when you look back at major things that have happened in the world, 9-11, um, you know, I wouldn't offend anybody, but 9-11, you know, the 2008 global recession, when you look back at things like that, when you look back at the Spanish flu back 100 years ago, right? When you look back at these monumental times in history, right? Mm -hmm. The businesses that have positioned themselves right coming out of that have prospered mm -hmm. because there's a shift. There's a shift in people's mindsets. There's a shift in the way the world's operating, right? And when that happens, you have to be business-minded enough, driven enough, creative enough, to position yourself at the forefront of that. And that's not just about making money. That's going with the times and giving people in the new area what they want, right? Mm. And right now, I know for a fact people, their emotional well-being is what people need and want to improve on right now more than anything. How do we do that? Positive, uplifting energy events. I'm not just doing that for a profit. I'm doing it because I'm absolutely freaking passionate for it. My partner... Is a martial arts therapist. She's got a business called Come Spa with me. She understands the importance of holistic health. Mm -hmm. and she's got massive plans to expand her spa brand all over the UK. Training therapists, you know, having having different things going on, a product line um, for massage and all types. So she's got all these plans because she knows one, she's passionate about it. She's been doing it for ten years, but two, she knows that that's what people need right now. And yes. that's why she's going to really channel that. So 
find a business of what people need, what people want, and position yourself at the forefront of the. Because the next two to five years, you know, the human race is probably going to shift faster and more than what it ever does before with the advancement of technology and this fast change of COVID. So don't get left behind. There's a lot of opportunities out there. It's just about having the having the right action, the right mindset, and the right people around you that can uplift and inspire you to go do it. I like that bit when you said don't get left behind. So that's a great place to end because people remember the last thing that was said. So <laughs> don't get left behind. <laughs> Thank you again, Tyler. Uh, I want to give you the space now to, to share more about how people can get in contact with you, connect with you or join you at your late your next event. No, I appreciate that. So, yeah, so my website, www.tjs.events. So it's tjs.events. Uh, you can type that in on, on Facebook. On Facebook, because someone already had the name, just type in T, TJS events with two S's on the end. That's my at sign on Facebook. Uh, and then my next event is called Post Lockdown Booster 2. So that event is all about giving people an emotional mental confidence you know self-belief boost after a crazy time the tickets are 24.99 that's it uh tea and coffee included on arrival a lunch included in that as well uh worksheets people to me so for 24.99 guys people will spend more than that on a domino's tonight you know, <laughs> you know and that's not to say that's a bad thing because i still do that on occasion you've got to have, you've got to have fun but you know some people will spend you know, go out on a Friday night and spend 20, 30 pounds and a couple of beers. And that, you've got to do that to enjoy yourself and then meet people. But if you can do that, then 24 99 for a ticket for what you're going to get for it is really cheap. You know, I could have, I could definitely price these tickets higher. You know, when I've actually calculated the experience and when I've looked at every speaker and the credibility and what the charge mm -hmm. an hour, you know, the ticket could easily be two, 300 quid because the value that these people are actually going to give and what they give their clients. Right, but I want to make it accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. Right, that's the goal. That's the goal. I don't want to have events where, and the good thing about my events as well, especially the the um, the post lockdown booster events, there's strictly absolutely no speaker gonna upsell you anything. The only mm -hmm. thing I'll do as a host is give people an opportunity to get the next event for a, for a discount because they've been here on the day, but. Yeah. You know, the speakers will share with you their business and what they do, but there'll be no, you know, upsell from stage getting people to spend a grand on courses like some like some events do. I'm, I'm passionate about, you know, giving people the value that they deserve. If any guests want to then reach out to any speaker at all and, you know, look at their business and how they can help them privately, they're more than happy to do that. But I just don't want people coming on stage and pitching people for a day, you know. Yeah. No, I'm not. I just don't like that. I want people to come and get the value that they've, that they've thought they're coming for and actually over exceed that. So, guys, post lockdown booster two in Leeds. Fancy a day out. There's escape locally where you can go skiing, snowboarding, cinemas, rock climbing, golfing, <laughs> you know, escape room, all that type of stuff locally. There's a bit of there's a fun, some fun, fun, uh, fun thing to do. If you fancy a drive up to Leeds, get yourself there. 12 hour far, only four hour and you'll get a lot of uh, a lot of value from it post lockdown booster too yep. and also i have to say to that obviously that's the events i run myself but if you've got an event 
you've got a business and you want an event management agency to rock two sides of TJ's events, one side I put my own events on, other side I do I do events for clients. If you've got a business and you get any out with you know, managing your events, facilitating your events, doing all the stuff, getting your events sorted out for your on-site management, yeah, reach out to me and we can, we can talk about your idea. Amazing. Thank you, Tyler, again. Uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself and uh, thank you for being a part of Social Media Experts podcast. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing, Chris. Really appreciate it. You're an awesome guy. I love your value. I love your ethos. I love your mission. I love how you're connecting people together. And yeah, speak to you soon, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.